Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. And we are finally back. And you know, January 12th was our last, I think January 12th was our last episode of the Core Extra Podcast. And a lot has happened since then. You know, obviously, this is our Halloween show. But Steve wants you to catch people up on all the things that's been happening since January with the Core Extra Podcast. You want to tell them that we sold the Core Extra Podcast and then bought it back? <laughs> tell them whatever you want. Yeah, we sold the Core Extra Podcast. Remember, we, we actually became pretty wealthy <laughs> and then bought it back. We decided to open up another podcast, which lasted one episode, and we didn't care for it. So we decided to go back to our roots and buy the Core Extra Podcast back. It cost us a little bit, but we had to get rid of some of our assets. <laughs> but well, we, we sold the jet. Sold the jet. Yeah, yeah, we sold the Core Extra jet. So the guy drew a hard, hard bargain, drove a hard bargain. What's the difference? He drove a hard bargain, but in the end, he saw it our way. Yeah, he saw it our way. We took back what was rightfully ours. We have a new studio. I should put. I need to post a picture of at least the carpet that we have in the studio. Yeah, because because the new the studio is brand new, um, and I have to give credit to Steve and um, his assistants that redecorated the core extra studio. New paint, new everything is beautiful. I don't know how much we want to put online. I literally grew up. Right is what it was because it was actually a. It was like a man cave. Man cave. Now it's a room. <laughs> exactly. So that any old man would like. <laughs> so we want to, before we get started here with the Halloween extravaganza, we want to thank everybody um, around social media, on social media, and all of our listeners across all platforms. Oh, by the way, we're on a different platform now. We're not, we're on uh, Anchor. Now. Oh, that's right, yes. Uh, you know, after intense long-term negotiations we came to an agreement with anchor and so we're on anchor now but we can still be found anywhere you podcast but anchor is our hosting platform and we want to thank everybody that hung in there with us and and still listen to us we still get downloads on some of our older shows and uh, now this starts i guess we should probably this is season two after three years yes 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 <laughs> you know so we thought we would do something. I think we got like 150 episodes. Yeah, we? something like that. Yeah. And all over the world, people listen to us. Yeah. You know, just the other day, I was looking at the map, and we had a bunch of downloads from India. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Some poor guy in India has yeah. nothing else to do in, but listen to Calcutta. us. Calcutta. <laughs> yeah. He's got nothing else. else to do but listen to us. Well, you know, it's Halloween. As this, when this releases, it'll be Halloween. Scary time of the year. You know, Halloween wasn't, uh, when we were kids, it's different than it is now. I know. It really is. I mean, you really have to watch out what you do, where you go anymore. You know, we used to go out like <clears throat> 6 to 9 o'clock, I think, yeah. three hours. We were out and every night. house had Everybody did Halloween. Yeah. Every now and then there was a uh, there was a house that was all dark, and, but you didn't want to do that because people would throw eggs eggs at it or something. Yeah, <laughs> something crazy. I think I told you this before, but I'll tell it again. This is very short. There was a there was a house. 
you know how every street or neighborhood has a house that is creepy and yeah you know. definitely now there was this woman that lived on a street about three streets from us and we called her old lady cornflake because if you walked in front of her house she would grab you and bring you in the house and make you eat cornflakes with water instead of milk yeah no well yeah that was what we were told oh that's that, what you were told yeah i mean we have no evidence oh, there's no no evidence. one no that you know was grand no no nobody ever there was no i've never even seen her the house could have been empty for all i know okay but that was the legend so when we were walking home from school uh we would walk out in the street. If we were on the sidewalk, we would walk out in the street and around because you know she couldn't go that extra four feet no. and get you. But we would walk out in the street and, uh, to avoid her house. So on trick or treat on Halloween night, same thing. We wouldn't we wouldn't even walk past her house. We cross the street because we said that's the night that old lady cornflake could get you. Now I don't know exactly how she would force you to eat this cornflake. <laughs> <laughs> the older I got, the less it made sense. Like, what? How would she get, How would she do that? But yeah, that was the deal. You, you couldn't go by old lady cornflakes' house. Well, I can tell you this: the older that I get, I probably should eat cornflakes Corn. with water, being <laughs> lactose intolerant. <laughs> well, it just comes with age. Just don't snatch a kid off the street. Comes with age. Do it. But we had that, and then there was this alley. Right up the street from me, there was this alley, and this lady would always put out pumpkins, a lot of them, like 10, 20 pumpkins up there. So somebody told me one time that, you know, she puts those out for you to take them. <laughs> so here I go, you know, I'm with the group, and we go over there and grab some pumpkins. Well, I was the big guy in the group. I was the slowest one, so when we all ran, I got caught. So then, of course, I had to, pick up all the pumpkins we knocked down, you know. But yeah, so it was those things in the neighborhood. But other than that, we always heard story about people getting glass and apple. But oh, yeah, not, yeah. But I never Razor saw blades. it. Yeah. You used to take your food to, you could take it to the hospital, yeah. your stuff, and get it. But in those days, you would get apples. You would get cookies. You would, not right. wrapped, you would get corn, corn balls. Yeah, yeah. I still like cornball, but you can never find them anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, you would get all that stuff. Now, they have trick-or-treat out of a trunk. Yeah. And everybody goes, like, you know, the church has it. Yeah. Which there's no bad people at church, you know that. Oh, of course not. No, just look around. I, uh, I see that now, and I also read a story where this one guy, actually, I know a guy that did this years ago. He he would take his kids candy, so they come in at night. He'd take it and say, okay, now tomorrow we're going to go through and see what everybody got. And he would throw the bag away and then put in candy that he had purchased. You, you see, and, and then yeah. he would say, okay, let's open the bags. You know what I mean? Because he didn't want them to eat any candy from any place else. Yeah. I know a guy did that when his kids were younger. And... Unless, of course, it was somebody that he knew. But, right. But, yeah. And you never got... I remember getting nickels and dimes. Yep. Nickels and Which dimes. Which was big for us back then, 50 years ago. Well, I used to... There was When you said getting nickels and dimes, there was this guy on our street. 
that one day he wanted us to clean out his backyard. We used to always do stuff for him and he would pay us. So this one time he asked us to cut cut down these trees. Now I don't, I, it wasn't like a redwood. You know, it was just these little <laughs> trees that you could hack down with three or four hacks, you know. And we did that in his, that's him there. And we did that in his backyard. And at the end of it, he gave us a quarter and an orange. And then we, we kind of thought, well, why are you giving us an orange? He used to pay us. But, and he would, he would usually give us like a couple bucks. And $2 was a lot. Yes. But this time he gave us a quarter and an orange. And I never forgot that. And I asked him, I said, well, why did you give us an orange? He said, well, I figured you guys were thirsty. And, and I said, well, you should have gave us some water and give me my $2. Yeah, or enough know? to go buy a Coke at the store. Yeah. But it, and then that's how he paid us from then on. I guess he was trying to keep us healthy. Yeah. I guess. But he was the same guy that would make rib dinners and sell them to everybody. So I don't think the health kick was <laughs> it. No, no. I don't know why I thought of that. Well, because you said um, they pay you and, I mean, you get money at yeah. Trick or Treat. I used to get all kinds of stuff at Trick or Treat. You know, the last time I went, the last time I went to uh, get candy on Trick or Treat, I think I was like 12. I think that was the last time too, maybe 12, 13. Yeah, then I just stopped And then it. you stopped wearing a costume. Right. You know? You just show up to people's house yeah. in, and I think the last time I went, I didn't have a costume. I just no. showed up. Remember, remember those little ten cent masks you used to be able to just pull over yeah. your face? Yeah. But yeah, those things are worth some money now. I know. On eBay. Well, trick or treat now is. A, I read somewhere that it was the number one beer selling holiday, even more than the Super Bowl on Fourth of July. Really? Now I don't know if that's still true. This was a long time ago. I read that. Even but. adults get into it because we I, we were downtown Cincinnati yesterday. And there were tons of people walking around mm-hmm. in Halloween costumes. Yeah, always. I was at the casino the other day, I, you know, just dropping off. Yeah, a little money, and uh, and it was the people in there. It was these five girls when I was leaving? When I was leaving, coming in, and they were all dressed like um, like Cleopatra and and all of that. They had on Egyptian outfits and uh, full full blown outfits. I just like, well, not full blown, but but they had on uh, the whole thing head to toe. It wasn't just like a little bit, and they even had those long scepters. And yeah, everything. it's wonder they let them in with those. I know nowadays. Yeah, I know going into a casino. I but remember. Go ahead. I remember I went as a cowboy one time, mm-hmm. and guns with caps. And we'd go up to people and pull the guns yeah. and shoot the cat. Can you imagine that now? No, no, no. No, this, people would beat you down. Police would shoot you. Right. Number one. Exactly. Um, if they would. I'm going to say that. <laughs> but, well, it's Halloween. Yes. And with that, you know, on our when we did the Corexter podcast before, we were always talking about a Halloween show. And, um,. You know, we had some special guests that lined up to come in, but I couldn't get them in there this time uh, because it was too short a notice. But I don't know what's going on in the studio. They're, who knows? But um, There's a funeral home above us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. But, um, but you wanted to talk about phobias. I, by this me saying funeral home, yeah. 
I gotta tell this story. Yeah. I went to a funeral. It was actually it was the funeral of my aunt. And we were in the funeral home. Mm-hmm. And it's a big funeral home here in Cincinnati. I won't mention the name. Mm-hmm. But it has a cemetery attached to it. Right. So I won't say what it is. Which is convenient. Yes. <laughs> um and we were down there and it was my aunt's funeral and they were given um, the pastor came in gave his talk and as they were doing it they must have been remodeling upstairs because every time he's about ready to speak you'd hear these drills <laughs> <laughs> poor guy and I Can literally he... had to go outside and explain to him uh, do you think you could stop that while oh, yeah. our funeral's on you know and usually this, this funeral home is very diligent on that mm-hmm. and I guess they just didn't didn't think about it. Didn't even think about it. But anyway, I don't you can't know even have going. a can't even have a solemn funeral. They're no. redecorating. Anyway, at that funeral, at that funeral, my aunt, who wasn't very religious, mm-hmm. at least maybe I didn't know. Mm-hmm. They bring um, her husband. Mm-hmm. They brought. He had a brother whose pastor came in and talked. And he was saying stuff, and he wanted us during the service to stand up and confess our sins. <laughs> yeah, you know, all of us. Well, there was this old lady in the back, mm-hmm. and she said, "This is bullshit." Right in the funeral. Right in the funeral home. <laughs> God. Wow. Said this is bullshit. Right in the funeral home. Um, and to this day, we talk about it because it was one of my relatives who did it. So. <laughs> But knowing that she wasn't this way, that they just, they wanted us to come up and be saved during no, the funeral. No, 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 no. So. I don't want to participate in the funeral. I just no. want to be there. No, I know. I don't That's want, if I, I participate, I'll be a pallbearer, but I'm not, I'm not participating in it. It's like, he, this was like a talk show. Yeah. This guy was doing. He must have been getting paid. But anyway, back to our Halloween thing. You know, we could tell scary stories which we have on other episodes. But I thought today, because fear, you know, some people are afraid of Friday the 13th, those kind right. of monsters. Right. Some people are afraid of the exorcist, those kind of monsters. And mm-hmm. then others aren't. Right. But I thought we would come up with the 10 most common fears or phobias. 10 most common because fears. Because we know a lot of people that are... Now, you're not going to do 50 of them like you did the movie no, countdown, no, are you? You're just no. going to do 10. 10. So these are the 10 most common phobias. Yeah. All right. Now, I would say... Are you starting at number 10 or I'm number start, 1? Oh, yeah, let's start with number 10. There you go. Number 10 yes. is... Fear of death. <laughs> That's number 10? That's number 10. <laughs> That's number 10. (laughs) It says here, it's no surprise that everyone wants to avoid death. Right. We're trained from birth to avoid risking death. Mm -hmm. But this otherwise healthy fear becomes a problem when it causes people to avoid living a normal life. For an example, an intense fear of death can prevent people from ever leaving home in case something puts them in harm's way. So you can see there's not many people that don't leave their home. So... When we first thought about it, we are like, okay, well, who isn't afraid to die? But mm-hmm. in this context, you know. And I can't wait to see what the fears are that are in front of. 
and maybe they're more death. common yeah. as, they are, as they go. Sure. I don't know anybody that has this that doesn't leave their home. Well, you you might somebody you haven't seen for a long time. Well, they might just true. be that's they true. might just be sitting in the house. Number nine. Number nine. Fear of violent weather. One of humankind's most specific phobias is the fear of extreme weather. Mm-hmm. Sufferer, sufferers get restless at the slightest sound of thunder rumbling, or the sight of thick clouds. Fear of storms, lightning, and thunder can cause a hyper awareness of the forecast and anxious feelings as soon as there are noticeable change in the weather. Uh-huh. I actually had this fear when I was a kid. Did you really? When the wind would blow and with thunder lightning, I'd literally throw up. Oh, yeah? It scared me that bad. Wow. Now I'll sit out on the porch mm-hmm. during a thunderstorm and watch the, right. the lightning. I got over this fear because there was a certain person mm-hmm. that liked to do certain things while it was thundering and lightning, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Because this show is rated R. What's his name? <laughs> oh, oh! Well, there goes our... Uh, and yeah, <laughs> there goes our... They're gone. Part they're of they're mad at me now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get letters for uh, that. They're done. All right, number eight. Fear of blood. Now, you know, a lot of people, they say needles, but I'm assuming blood is the needle part. So, fear, well, fear of blood. This fear is more about having to see blood, yeah. whether it's your own or someone else's. For many people, blood represents serious injury, the risk of death, yeah. and the old idea that it's not a big deal unless it's bleeding. Maybe it was just my dad that used to say that. <laughs> my dad used to say that. That's oh, no big deal. Just, just walk it off. Is it bleeding? Is it bleeding? No. Is it bleeding? Right. Yes. You're all right. Are you have any fear of blood? Well, I'm not really excited about seeing my own blood gushing out like a no, like but, an oil. Like an oil. <laughs> well, let me throw in. Uh, let me see if. But I mean, I'm not like afraid to see blood. No. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me see if this is one of them before I like I always, jump in. I hear people, okay, it's not. Um, I, hear, I hear people get jacked up when they have to give blood. And they're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't bother me, really. Um, fear of blood. Um, and it's that's number eight. The other ones aren't. But I've heard a lot of people are fear of the needles. I know people that are afraid of needles. Yeah. I literally, since I've had to give blood so many times, I literally watch them put it in my arm. Yeah, as far as it goes, me. it doesn't bother me at all. Right. All right, now this one here could have could move very high up on the list mm-hmm. because I don't think this was this list is an older list. Fear of getting a disease, you know, with COVID. Look yeah, at look at number one now. It, I mean, the way ever, you still see people with masks all the time, mm-hmm. so there is uh, fear of getting a disease, being preoccupied with cleanliness. To avoid the spread of dream germs, not dreams, and going to great lengths to prevent situations with higher potential for exposure to viruses are some common symptoms of the fear of falling ill. Hmm. It's important to take care of your health, of course, but those that suffer from this fear often don't leave home at all or restrict themselves to places where they know they won't come into contact with germs. And I imagine with COVID, a lot of people, a lot of people are like that. have this. They probably already had it and didn't know it. Number six, I know someone that 
is definitely afraid of this. Hmm. And it's not me. <laughs> Fear of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not afraid of the dark. It's what comes in the dark. Yeah, I'm not like afraid when it's dark do, outside. Do you, do you want to say what comes in the dark? Or do you want... So, hold on a minute. Let me read it. Yeah, fear right. of the dark. Yeah, Especially right. common among kids. <laughs> this fear, nonetheless, follows many people into their adult lives. Mm -hmm. Despite its name, fear of the dark isn't about the dark itself but about what we can't see lurking in the shadows. Mm -hmm. This fear has roots in traumatic experiences and is influenced by the fact that many tragic scenarios and scenes from horror films play out in places with little to no light. People with this fear stay in constant state of alert and discomfort when the lights are off. Would you like to tell your story? Well, I've, <laughs> I've actually told it on here before about the hat man. Okay, so now, let me jump in there and tell you about the dark and the hat man. So, if, if I am sleeping in complete darkness, this guy shows up that looks like the Undertaker. I shouldn't say the Undertaker, but he looks like an Undertaker. And I've told this story before. And he shows up creeping around and everything, and it just makes me nervous. So, I never sleep in complete darkness. But there's a, there's a TV show on Showtime. Uh, I don't know if it's on now. It was something about paranormal kids. And these kids describe when they go to bed at night in the darkness, they see the hat man. And they called him the caretaker. But I called him the undertaker. See, I thought, because I knew a friend that saw that before I told you. Yeah. You told me. Right. And this friend said the same thing. But this friend said sometimes this guy shows up with a little guy behind him. A little junior undertaker. But she described him as like, and I think that's the name of the movie, Meet Joe Black. Mm -hmm. Where, uh, you know which one I'm talking mm -hmm, about? Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. they're like guardian angels? Yeah, yeah. Or something? Yeah. But yours has fangs and long ears. <laughs> so I doubt it's a guardian angel. Okay, number five. <laughs> I used to have this fear. Okay. And I saw a ton of people have this. The fear of flying. The I fear of flying that. affects a whopping 40% of the global population. That's a lot. Yes. With 2.5 estimated to have a clinical phobia. This fear can disrupt people's lives as they often choose to travel by land for days or even weeks instead of spending mere hours in the air. Now, I don't know anybody that I know people say that excuse me hate to fly yeah but like, I don't know like, anybody that would like me drive right, right instead of flying now I will tell you this I used to on takeoffs mm -hmm. and landings of course mm -hmm. that's when the wrecks are <laughs> I used to be afraid of it until my kids got old enough that they don't need me you know they can live on their own uh -huh. they have their own lives now I want the window seat. You know that. I'm looking out the window. Oh, right. I want to sit on the wing. I want to see everything. <laughs> so that fear is gone completely. Even when people want the window shut, mm -hmm. you can tell I keep it open just to scare the shit out of me. Well, I don't, uh, I've never, I don't like to fly. Even today, I don't like to fly. I don't, but I have to, 
flesh it out a little bit. It's not that I don't like being on the plane flying. I don't like hustling through the airport, you know, TSA, you know what I mean? All of the it's stuff gotta around be here somewhere. But once I get on the plane, and that's I'm fine. But man, when it's turbulence, though, um, that's a different story. Number four: fear of closed spaces. Now I've I've run into this thing twice. That's claustrophobic. Yes, I am not. Uh, this well-known fear is called claustrophobia. Right. Let me finish, please. Okay. <laughs> It makes being inside small spaces like right. elevators or rooms without windows unbearable. The person feels a sensation of compression mm-hmm. as if the room is getting smaller and smaller. Some people also feel this sensation in crowds of people, even outdoors. I don't understand that, but I know two people. Mm-hmm. You've, you've heard me talk about Lisa before. Mm-hmm. We went to the History Museum. Right. And they have a cave that you have to walk through. Man-made cave. She couldn't get in. She couldn't get into the cave. Um, she'll watch something on TV where a guy's trapped in a box. She can't watch it. It oh, just does something. Well, that's a serious deal. Yeah. Um, the only time I've ever experienced... I mean, she said, I can't go in. I said, okay, I'm going through. Uh, the only time I ever experienced it was when I was on an elevator... And we were shooting a movie, and there was 10 of us on the elevator. And there was a guy in the back, and I know we exceeded the weight limit. Right. And the elevator stopped for a second. And this guy went berserk. I mean, literally clawing at the walls. And we had to hold him and and look him right in the face and explain to him, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, just shut your eyes. I mean, I've never seen anybody go berserk like that. He was gone. He was gone. He was full blown now. He was full blown. <laughs> now, number three. Number three. I do have this fear of snakes, bugs, or spiders. Many people suffer from animal based phobias, with the most common being insects, snakes, and spiders. The fact that these animals are so different from mammals is a major reason for the strong aversion. That makes sense. Yes, but some are venomous, meaning. Well, everybody knows. I'm not going to read what it means. If you don't know what venomous means, <laughs> you need to, okay. You need to click off of the podcast yeah. and go to bed. Um, some are venomous, and that's what scares people. Snakes don't bother me. I have snakes in the garden out here. If I have a pair of gloves on, oh right, I'll pick them up. Right? No, I couldn't do that. Yeah, they don't bother me. Spiders? No, I don't. Can't like touch that. them. Lisa has to get the spider. No, I don't. I like can't the get spider. it. Mm-mm. I can't get it at all. I, I had a spider in my shed one time, and he was one of those wolf spiders, big, hairy spider, mm. probably about inch cross both ways. Now, is that a wolf spider? Is a real spider? Yes, they they. If you you probably know, and you probably have seen their their webs. They don't make webs. They it's like a hole in the ground, and then it it'll be webby with the hole. You've probably seen it a hundred times and didn't know it. You know, yeah. you, you I think you used to stick your fingers in there trying to find something. But <laughs> but he was in the shed, and I can't stand I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I hate spiders. And I just went for the can of bug spray. 
and and I mean I lit him up and painted him white with it. You know, that's how much. <laughs> and he reared up on his legs and like like a horse. Shook it off. <laughs> Shook it off. Shook that poison off. Like, like Taylor it. Swift. Yeah. Shake it off. And just started inching closer and closer to me. Now. No, it's hammer time. Now, the difference is, you know, he's only an inch across. Right. I mean, my shoe is 12 inches. <laughs> Minimum. So, it wasn't that. But he came at me and it, it shook me. It shook it shook, me. it shook you all night long? Yes. I just did three music references on one story. Yes, you did. Pretty proud of myself. You fear bugs, snakes? I don't like to be around them, but I'm not like crazy. Uh, some of these things, I don't know where do you draw the line between like a fear and a like like a spider. If a spider crawled here, I wouldn't be oh, oh my god. I guess that's right. the fear. It would just be like oh, I don't want it to bite me, you know? Because my luck, it'll be the brown recluse and uh, yeah, yeah, you know. But but I don't want it to bite me, and I'm careful around it. But I'm not like oh my god, there's a snake or a spider. All right, but, I, no. but I don't like spiders and snakes. No, I don't. and that's not what it takes. No, you got fourth music. Yes, record. yes. <laughs> Number two. Yes. The fear of heights. Between three and six percent of people suffer from a fear of heights, which means they have to avoid high places. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. At a theme park, it's no small feat to get these folks to jump in the cart for a roller coaster ride. That's hard. I mean, I tell you, I have a little bit, but not much. Like, it has to be really high. Like, I can go up the a ladder, that's no problem. If I'm real high up, I can literally feel the rubber leg. Yeah, well, but let me tell you something. See, I, okay, so you said that you have a little bit of it, but I'm gonna tell you, you don't. And here's why I'm gonna tell you, you don't. Okay. Because I know I finally met somebody that has a has that a fear of heights and I didn't know it was this deep. This guy can't go up an elevator more than three floors. So in other words, if if we were in uh Vegas and they put us on the 20th floor, you wouldn't think anything of it. You go, "Okay, we'll go up the floor." To, well, we were on the 20th floor. Yeah. This guy couldn't do that. He's like, oh no, I can't go up. So, when 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 you when we say fear of heights, I think me and you were thinking, well, I'm not walking out on the ledge. But the, man, his was deep because I was like, dude, you can't even. He said, I can't go up more than three floors. Here's the weird part about it: he would take flights. I said, how do you take a flight? You're thirty thousand feet off the ground. He said, no, it's, that's different. So when we would go. To a to some place like we'd be together doing business, and we'd say, "Oh, we have to go in this building that's on the eighth floor." Couldn't go. I said, "You you serious?" He said, "No, couldn't go." So he, it's deeper than just, "Oh, I climbed a ladder that's twenty feet." I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? And I and I didn't realize that, and I just thought I've never even think about it. Like the time we were in Vegas at that one hotel, they put us on the twentieth floor. We didn't think about that. No, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, now, but, now. When in the room, it didn't bother me because if you remember, there was a ledge that came up to the waist. Right. Okay, so you could look out the window. Right. When you walked to the elevators, it was a full open glass window. Uh -huh. If you walked up to that window, mm -hmm. the only thing was keeping you from dropping 24s was the glass pane yeah. to the 
you get a little nervous you about get a that. Little, you get a little wiggle. Hey, yeah, I don't get a little nervous that. about that. Think, try it next year. I mean, as long as it's something. Yeah. something so, I mean, if that was open, that'd be a different story. <laughs> now, I knew a guy. Um, well, I worked with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, if we went somewhere and it was two floors, mm-hmm. he literally had to get on his butt to come down the steps. Oh, really? Richie Simon. Yeah. You know, you can imagine. Mm-hmm. He's gone. So, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it would be something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think I have a height. And uh, my mom has fear heights. Now, I went to see the movie Fall. Yeah, I still have to see that. I went to see Fall. And I was getting the shots and the angles in that yeah. movie. My palms were sweating. Yeah. Well, you it know was, they do that on purpose. Yeah. They want to get you all jacked oh, up. You, know? you have got to see that. Anybody ever seen Fall, see it. All right. And last but not least. And this, I think, this affects 12% of Americans. All right. Now this now now mind you this one coming up I don't know what it is but more people have this one yeah. than death yes All right good. And, and when I say it you'll know mm-hmm. social phobia mm-hmm. okay also known as social anxiety right. this type of phobia covers a broad range of situations in which people are afraid to interact with others because they fear judgment people that suffer from social anxiety can have difficulty presenting in front of colleagues, mm-hmm. speaking in public, mm-hmm. going to parties, or just chatting with others. You might be surprised to learn that social anxiety affects as many as 12% of Americans. But sufferers often don't seek therapy because it would require social contact. <laughs> that makes sense, that did. Which means many never overcome it. I never oh, thought of that. Never thought of that. Now, I can tell you this. When I was younger, yes. Uh, Rejection, I took that bad, mm. you know. But nowadays, I'm, I'm talking dating. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, when I got a divorce and went on the um, dating apps mm-hmm. before I met the girl that I'm with now for 10 years, which I met on a dating app, mm-hmm. um, I went out with think 18 different women and it was like this was great you know and I mean if you didn't like them at the end of the day it was over they didn't like you it was over Mm. I mean it was I I, the older I got the more I didn't give them shit no oh that's you know what what I mean I mean you know you know you, you see the prettiest girl in the room now uh when you're 18 19 right you're like nah now you see the prettiest girl in the room not that I would do it now I'd walk right up and say hey I'm a fat bastard you want to go out <laughs> here and, and but see you don't you, you go the other route hey I'm a fat bastard but I'm retired I own my own home you know I travel how about that you know you know what I'm saying you go to a different angle oh, and so you're funny. not that's funny you know, not that I do that now, but you know what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah, social anxiety is number one. And I can see that because I knew, I know a ton of people that, now my son, from the time he was 15 on up, mm-hmm. and when he was 13, 12, 13, I always told him, I said, you want to get in good with the ladies, you need to learn how to dance. Mm-hmm. Right. You get right. out there on the dance floor. Right. 
you know, unless you have. But you know, <laughs> right. I said, you need to go out there on the dance floor. Once you get on the dance floor, you ain't got no social anxiety. Right. And I had he that did. And he started, you know, and he did. And So is that what you did? Is that what you did? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just, you know. I, I, never, I just have charm. When you, well, yeah. Well, it's irresistible, apparently. Yes. <laughs> when, At least three times. <laughs> when we, um, when I, when you said presenting, when I was working, it was, we had to do a lot of presentations. They didn't bother me. I actually liked doing it. I thought it was an easy day. But there was a lot of people that I worked with that they, they couldn't get up in front of a group. And so what ended up happening was the same people would do presentations. Yeah. Or if I got a request for somebody to do presentation, I'd give it to the same people because they yeah. were the, they were the ones that wanted to do it. So then of course, of course, the people that didn't like it when the presentation was in Chicago and it was a free trip to Chicago. Oh, yeah. Now all of a sudden they want to do it, you know, but it's like, Hey, you know, but, but a lot of people, you'd be shocked how many people, no, no, you wouldn't be. How many people that said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't want to get up in front of a, a crowd. I get nervous. Not that they just didn't want to do it. Yeah. They would, I, oh, I get nervous. Of people I people yeah. want to do it, they can't. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's, that's the best way that to put it. it. But I love, and I never even thought about that last line. They don't seek therapy because they can't go. They have the internet. I never even thought about that. Well, now, the, well, but now those are the same people that are like, Elon Musk and Bill Gates, where it was all funny when they were sitting oh, in the yeah. basement. Now it's not funny anymore. Those guys are billionaires. No. But you know, Steve, I have five phobias myself that you didn't touch on. Okay, I'm see if I can guess what they are. All right, so let's start at number five. Xanthophobia. X-A-N-T-H-O-phobia. X... X-A-N-T-H-O phobia. Xanthophobia. I know what this is. What is it? Musicians get this. Okay. It's the fear of xylophones. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Hendrix had it. You know, see, hey, X is brilliant. Yeah, that is. Well, not only is it the fear of xylophones, but it's also the fear of the color yellow. They don't like the, those people who suffer from this. Don't like the color of yellow. They don't like to be around yellow. Even school buses scare them. I I suffer from this. You do. You you scared of the color yellow. Hate hate the color yellow. Really? Can't stand. That's it. two different things. Hating and being. I'm scared of it. Scared? Why is that? Because the Steelers wear it. Oh, true. That's hate. <laughs> that is hate. That's not fear. For all of our Pittsburgh listeners out there, hey, I'm a Bengal fan. Yeah, what do you sorry. Want? What do you want me to do? All right, number four is, is either, I think it's globophobia. It's G-L-O-B-O-phobia. G-L-O-B-O-phobia. Fear of globs. Children's parties. Clowns. Nope. Uh, if a clown is afraid of this, he's going to be out of business. Uh, children. Nope. I don't know. Balloons. Ah. A fear of balloons. I don't know. I don't know anybody that. Has I'm gonna that. tell you a story. Okay. Okay. Now, you know that part time I work at a cemetery. Right. Okay. It's a dead end job. Yes. Oh. So, 
the cemetery doesn't allow balloons in the cemetery. Yeah, well, because they get caught in the trees. Right. You don't want that. Yeah. You know, and you know, it it looked terrible. You know, <laughs> right. all because people bring in hundreds of balloons. Sure. And they let them go, and they get caught in the trees. You never can get them down. Yeah, because that's the thing about the spirit. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So we try to tell people, look, it's fine to bring them in, but take them across the street to let them go. Anyway, so it's kind of a thing among us guys how many we can collect after everybody's gone because mm-hmm. we cut them loose you know and then pop them right so i'm on this grave and it's it's about 6 30 at night so it's getting dark yeah and uh i see this balloon it's a big balloon so i walk up to pop it and the wind blows and it's one of them i've never seen one before it's a talking balloon Happy birthday, it says. In the cemetery In the cemetery, right behind me. Oh, no. You know, I bump it and it says, happy birthday. I'm gone. I'm home. I'm in the car. I'm telling you what, it freaked the (laughs) shit out of me. I'm in the car, gone. So I put a knife in that one many times. Oh, hell yeah. Stabbed it like uh, Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number three, optophobia. Opto. O-P... O-P-T-O-P phobia. Something to do with glasses or the eyes. Close. That is the fear of opening your eyes. I get that every morning. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to open them. The fear of opening your eyes. I guess to see what's around you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. dumb. Number two, vestophobia. 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 V-E-S-T-I phobia. Vestophobia. Vestophobia. Uh, could be clothes. That would be too... You got it. It's the fear of clothing. Really? Yeah. Fear of clothing. I'll be damned. Vestophobia. All right, let's go with number one. This is number one. Now, you and I both have this. All right, let me ask you this. It's not trichophobia, is it? No, what is that? I think that's the fear of the number 13. No. Okay. It's ergophobia. E-R-G-O-phobia. Yeah, ergophobia. Uh, well, I'll tell you what it is. Grammar. No. Okay. It's the fear of work. <laughs> yeah. That's the number yeah. one. That is it. I used to know a guy that said, I'm not afraid to work. I can put some work right here and snuggle right up next to it. It doesn't bother me at all. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, that's... Uh, ergophobia. There's a lot of Americans that are afraid to have ergophobia. It's sweeping the nation right now uh, as it is. This was a good show. For well, our first one back. First one back. Uh, the, a new studio. As you know by now, of course, Steve, we have new music. Uh, the Core Extra Band has been disbanded. Uh, we have a, a, a different band, and I'll have to let people in on that later on as we go along. You can still reach us everywhere you reached us before, whether it's Instagram. Oh, and now you can reach us on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on TikTok now. Well, and that's we, Core Extras for our new listeners. C-O-R-E-X. Yes. T-R-A. T-R-A. Just if you, if you punch in Core Extra Podcast and Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you search on, uh, you can find us there. You can find us anywhere you podcast. You can find us on Twitter. 
and you can find us on Instagram and of course TikTok. But we, we haven't put a lot of TikToks on recently, but we're gonna get back to doing that. Maybe I'll even put on our our TikTok carpet. I mean our uh, studio carpet now. I like the carpet. Yeah, I do like it. It reminds me of uh, Ohio State. Yeah. So listen, that's gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna get that because now it's time to eat. As we record this, it's it's you know it's getting close to a very important time for us. Time to eat, right? You know, I mean, we can't be fooling around in here. We gotta get out of here. But listen, everybody, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we're gonna be back with our regular shows now. Core Extra Podcast is back at it. Uh, uh, Shout out to everybody that continues to support us and all the great podcasts that are out there. We will be mentioning them. Uh, we didn't get around to doing that today, but we're going to mention a lot of other people. And um, we're just going to keep going at it. We're glad to be back. So with that, I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening, everybody.